Hey guys, how are you doing? So it's really great to talk to you. And we're back here with yet another kind of one-sided conversation. But I really hope that when you're listening to this, you're well, you're thriving and everything's going the best it can for you that day. Today, I'm going back and talking to my 17-year-old self. In some ways, I wish I could go back and actually talk to my 17-year-old self. In other ways, I'm really glad I can't because hindsight, my friends, is a beautiful thing. I feel like I wanted to start this with a little bit of a, an icebreaker. And I was like, you know what, I might turn to Skilo because I was saying I wish I want to go back and talk to my 17-year-old stuff, but maybe I, I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl. I would definitely call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat, even though a hat would be a strange place for me to randomly have a rabbit, and the cat would go berserk if a rabbit was in the house. These were all things that just weren't a problem to me at 17, and oh my goodness me, I would not have the confidence to attempt to deliver some kind of rap sing-song to people on the internet. Uh, Age is a beautiful thing, you certainly get a lot less embarrassed. Well, maybe I'm just permanently embarrassed. Who knows? Anyway, enough of this. Um, I think that maybe you should just grab a cuppa, get yourself comfy, maybe go out for a quick 20-minute walk around the blog, whatever it is that you're doing, um, because I've got some stories to tell. And you know what? I'd like you just to hang around with me for a few minutes and, and listen in to what I have to say. So I guess I should just tell you a little bit about my 17-year-old self. Well, obviously it was me, but still very new to the world. I'd been given a new opportunity to let go of my shy, withdrawn self that carried me through school. I was at college with my badly dyed blonde hair, my Harry Potter glasses, which weren't exactly iconic back then, and oh, a whole lot to learn. And I didn't do a lot of learning at college, no. Unless learning how to not pay attention, be rebellious and generally get in everyone's way. I learned that pretty well. My um, my diet was sensational, if you enjoy Big Macs four times a week. My nights were spent heavily applying enough makeup not to be asked for ID whilst trying to get in nightclubs and drinking brightly coloured vodka-based drinks. But how we laughed and how we danced all night. Nothing felt too serious or complicated or involved. And I guess I wish I could just tell her some stories to help her get through the next 18 years. And I suppose that's what I'm going to do now. A really good starting point is the fact that everything is temporary. That's why so many of us preach living in the moment. It might sound like yet another positive affirmation, but it's really true. You won't live this day again, apart from in your head. So why don't you make the most of it, however that might look? On the other hand, feelings are going to be more than temporary in the long, but in the long term, sometimes a life-changing, unbelievable memory is going to last so much longer than an object and have so much more value to you. I know that my 17-year-old self, she was lusting after things, designer bags and shoes. And I want her to know that, yeah, she'll have them. But I hate to break this to her. They're not 
going to bring that joy that she really craves deep down? And on that subject, you'll make money and you'll spend money. You'll make friends and you'll lose contact with friends. You'll meet people only once. You'll buy things that you will never use. You'll say goodbye to people without knowing that it's going to be the last time you see them alive. You will feel incredible bolts of anger and pain, only to find that that feeling, just just like everything else, is it's only temporary. If I could teach you to live in the moment sooner rather than later, that could be one of the most useful things I could do. Soon today is just going to be a memory, just another day in your diary. I guess the next big thing is that comparison is shit. Honestly, isn't it the worst? At school, you've been comparing yourself to all the teeny tiny talented ballet dancers who can sing and dance and just look perfect every day. At college, you're probably comparing yourself to the girls that are beautiful and studying hair and makeup. And at 35, sometimes you're going to find yourself lost in a web of comparing yourself to strangers on the internet, which sometimes is actually worse. And you need to learn that Comparison is always going to flash by from time to time, but you need to handle that emotion and use it to make yourself stronger. Ask yourself, what is missing from my life? Chances are that it's nothing. Or if I got the same as Joe Bloggs, would I be happy? Or would I be craving the next big thing? I know me. I would definitely be craving the next big thing. And there's a really good reason for this because you see other people having things and suddenly you want them as well. In a roundabout way, it's it's human nature in its very best, in its very worst. But everything you want is is on the right side of fear, ambition and determination. It's meant to be yours. Eventually that's going to happen. Nevertheless, be thankful for what those feelings are trying to teach you. More of life is is teachable than we realise. The bank of learning is a place that I want to keep going and making deposits in forever. I guess next would be that people are always going to forget what you say, but chances are what you do is, is not going to be forgotten. When you're with people, watch them closely. Listen to what they do. Their actions are probably going to speak louder to you than words and their promises. And you need to think about the same yourself. Make sure you action what you say you're going to do. Also, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to take until the grand old age of 30 before you actually start properly standing up for yourself and really shouting for what you believe in. Trust me, it's not going to happen often. And when it does, whoa, that huge, fast rush of adrenaline is going to knock you sideways. But you've got to do this. It's important for you to stand for something. And it's okay to walk away. It's frightening. I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that. But years later, you're going to look back and you're going to be thankful. On a side note, stop entertaining toxic friendships. Oh, seriously. If someone is continually making you feel bad about yourself and making you unable to be your true self, who you are authentically, call time on that friendship. And on a similar vein, 
you will over the years struggle with your self-confidence. And this means that you're going to have to swap self-pity for self-confidence. That is hard. Confidence is like a muscle. For it to grow and become stronger like a muscle, you have to work it. Think about it. When was the last time you really looked forward to spending time with someone wallowing in self-pity? But don't use this as an excuse just to give up on people. Start by holding eye contact. Ask them questions. Focus on making them smile. Make them feel good about themselves. And make them feel good about being with you. Learn to leave people better, better than you found them. And then you'll use that to build your confidence. And not everyone is going to like you. And that's really, really hard. And you won't, you won't like that. But you aren't here to please everyone. And you're never going to please everyone. So you may as well just crack on and handle it. You also need to stop relying on people to give you the green light or waiting for Tuesday or when you're seven pounds lighter or when you think you're really ready because chances are you're never going to be ready. Start now. Now. Too much time has been wasted waiting for the perfect time to do something and waiting for the support from other people. You don't need that. Sometimes, okay, sometimes you're going to, other times you're not. (laughs) Trust me, you're not. If you want to do it, you will do it in so many different areas of your life. You might not believe it right now, but you'll go on to climb mountains, really high mountains, despite the fact that everyone is going to think you'll fail. You won't fail because you made that promise to yourself. You're going to sit above the clouds and look down at the cold midi and you're going to realise how small you are, how still everything is, and how this vast expanse of snow masking all the rock and crevasses is highly deceptive and so much bigger and stronger and forceful than you. Although you're going to step carefully and you're going to be fine. I won't like you though. The mountains will, on the other hand, take away the happiness of a lifetime. And it will shake your world in so many different ways. There's going to be a time when you're clinging to your ice axes and holding your body against its face, whilst all the dislodged ice and snow comes crashing past you. And in that few seconds, you're going to question, is this me? And then you're going to realise that, no, (laughs) I'm not ready. And another thing, a really important thing that I want you just to to sit with for a minute. I only heard this the other day and it just meant so much to me. And it's really simple. Help is on the way. Okay? You might not know what that means or how that feels. But we need to just sit with that and understand that help is on the way. It's really powerful. And it's comforting, like an invisible coat of armour, or a secret smile, or just the know-how. And I wish so dearly that I could go back and I could tell you at stages in the last 18 years that help is on the way. And I really do wish that 
I could tell others that too. And I wish I'd heard that more. Also, you're going to hate asking for help. You always will do. But you need to get better and you need to continue to get better because asking for help feels frightening. I don't know. Maybe you just won't get the answer you want. Maybe asking for help won't resolve it. But asking for help is really brave. And sometimes it's absolutely imperative. We can't we can't win every battle as a solo ranger. And wow, I wish I'd had this embedded in me but when I was 17. Maybe if I'd learned then, it, it wouldn't be so hard for me to learn now. Okay, we need to lighten this up a little bit. When I was 17, I wanted to be, oh, what's the word? Maybe it's desired. I think that's the right term. Because for some reason or not, I'd become convinced that having a boyfriend would be the answer to all my invisible problems. Or I don't know, maybe I just wanted someone to eat Big Macs with. Who knows? You see, dating is hard. Oh, complicated. People's emotions and attentions aren't always clear, just like text messages and actually your own feelings. Talking of dating, oh, Katie, stop trying to be commercially sexy. Just stop. Be your own kooky self. People want to sell you a false uh, reality of sexy so that they can become really rich and you can enter this never-ending cycle of always feeling incomplete and ask for what you want. Stop constantly changing yourself to fit other people's needs or accepting less than your worth time and time again or thinking that "Mm, I can't be good enough and that's why I was treated the way I was. When really off for crying out loud, you were you were done a huge favour. And in the long run, that's why it didn't work out. And sometimes space needs to be made for something better. You will look back and think, oh my goodness me, I am so happy that didn't happen. I am so pleased that it came to a natural end, even though it felt like really painful at the time. And I felt scared and I felt lonely and like my world was was crumbling and that I was going to be left behind because everyone was in long-term relationships and getting married, having babies, doing this, that and the other. But eventually you will you will fall in love with the right person and it's going to feel really different. It won't feel complicated or frustrating and you're going to grow together and work out this crazy thing called life. And by the way, just as a as a side note, he is going to be really, really handsome. He's pretty much going to be everything you ever wanted. So don't worry, you have that to look forward to eventually. Okay, so there's one thing I really, really need to tell you. And it's just a side note, but it's important. For goodness sake, please just tidy up. I now really believe in the art of tidying. Even just a 10-minute blast round can make all the difference. I cannot believe that I used to let my wash basket and my wardrobe get that out of control. Honestly, my wardrobe would just vomit clothes. I would press myself against it and hope that it would just stay shut and lodge shut with all my crap, wanting to burst out and escape, probably to the washing basket. And I need to take this opportunity to thank my mum again. Ah, so we've established that a tidy life is 
better. But what if I'd say that you're going to wave goodbye to the Big Macs and WKD? It's okay, don't cry. Peanut butter and coffee are going to become your future personality traits instead. However, finding acceptance of how you look is, is going to be really tough. You are not made to be thin, no matter how poorly you make yourself trying. And sadly, you are going to make yourself really unwell during that process. And I guess that that is a lesson that you really need to learn. Just like not over applying fake tan, color matching your foundation, leaving the blue glitter eyeliner in the shop, and stop wearing fake ponytails to copy that girl who isn't you. Talking of fake hair, you're going to get hair extensions on a few occasions. And at one point, you're going to drive to a date um, with the roof down, thinking you're going to turn up like all Kate Bush and wild. But they're actually going to get all jumbled up. and <laughs> You're going to dislodge one of the bonds on a date. Because you're trying to fix your hair. Oh, you classy chick. You'll be fixing your hair. Pull out this fake extension bond. Oh, yes, sir. Also, you might be interested on the subject of fakeness. You're going to have a boob job. And it's going to be something that you really won't regret. But it's not going to be until you're in your 30s. And you're soon going to understand that it's not the quick fix that all the celebrities make it out to be. However, you're going to be really happy. And that's all that matters, really. All right. I'm almost done. But before I let you go, I need to tell you this. Credit cards and overdrafts are real money. Oh, put aside money for a rainy day, even if it's just, I don't know, a few pounds here and there. When it comes to buying a house, which don't worry, you're going to manage by 30, you'll realise that those few pounds, they really do add up. Also, that curtains and decent bedding, it's actually really expensive. Oh, also... Much to the amusement of everybody else, you're going to learn to use a lawnmower. <laughs> ah, we started this chat with, with I wish. And we're going to end with I'm so glad and I'm so incredibly lucky because there's so much more that my 17-year-old self has to discover. And I'm just so thankful that I got to, to get out there and do that and live. And this is why... I'm really happy and excited for my 35-year-old self. And thanks. Thanks so much for taking a bit of a time and listening. I hope that you found this enjoyable. And maybe in some places you found it relatable. Maybe in other places you learned something. Have a great day.